So let's review. The Gemara earlier discussed Shevis Gedeila, which refers to Nezik, compensation for the actual injury, and Shevis Ketan, the compensation for his loss of income. The Gemara now discusses a case where these payments are paid to two separate parties. One who severs the hand of someone else's Jewish slave. If only the slave was affected, but his ability to work for his master was not affected, for example, the if he cut off the tip of his nose or ear, the entire payment is given to the slave. However, if he injured him in a way that his ability to work was affected, he pays the value of the hand to the slave and the loss of income to his master. While Rava Amr Hakoli Nasan Laeved Vilokh Ben Karka Vaharab Paris. The loss of income is also paid to the slave, and he invests the money and the master receives the earnings. The Gemara now proceeds to discuss three methods of assessing Baishis. Remeir says, Kulan Royan Aisan, Kiiluhim Bene Khairin Shayordumsayan, Shahim Bene Avram Yitzabiakov, as Rashi explains. We do not assess the victim's humiliation according to his individual financial status. Rather, we assess everyone equally as if they were wealthy people who fell on hard times, because we are all children of the others. Rabbi Huda holds, We do go by the individual victim. A more distinguished person suffers greater humiliation and therefore receives a larger payment. Rabbi Shimon maintains, Well, wealthy people are assessed as if they fell on hard times, and Aniyin Kipchusen Shebehem, the poor are assessed as if they were abject paupers and only receive a minimal amount. Now, our Mishnah says, Baishes, Hakolafi Amavayish Bahamasbayish. Humiliation is evaluated according to the relative status of the assailant and his victim. Therefore, it is not in agreement with Remeir who says, Kula Bahadadadadinu, all are evaluated equally. Additionally, the Mishnah does not agree with Rabbi Huda because he says, Summa Inlay Baishes. A blind person is not liable for Baishas, while our Mishnah later states, One is liable for humiliating a blind person, but he's also not liable for humiliating others. Therefore, the Mishnah clearly reflects the opinion of Rib Shimon. The Gemara now ascertains the authorship of a related Baisa. If someone intended to humiliate a cotton, which the Gemara understands to mean cotton bin a a pauper, and instead humiliates a gadol, meaning gadol ben achasim, a wealthy person. He only pays the lesser amount of baishas which he would pay a cotton. Similarly, if he intended to humiliate a slave and instead humiliated an ordinary person, he pays only the amount of baishas he would have paid a slave. The Gemara explains, loy reb shimon. This Bryce is not in agreement with Rib Shimon because he holds One is exempt if he humiliated someone unintentionally because the Pasuk says referring to a case the humiliation was intentional. However, Rabbi Hudahi, the Bryce may reflect the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Although he says one is not liable for Bryce's if he humiliates a slave one's not liable for humiliating a slave. However, we may assess this value in order to evaluate the intended damage in the case where he humiliated the wrong victim. Alternately, Remeir he, the Bryson may agree with Remeir. Although he holds everyone is assessed equally, however, the reference here is to an actual adult and minor. Although Remeir assesses the rich and the poor equally, he agrees that adults are evaluated differently than children.
Sagt der Mishnah, If someone humiliates someone who is unclothed, blind, or asleep, he is liable for Baishas. However, if one is asleep and causes another humiliation, he is exempt. The Mishnah concludes, If a person fell off a roof and accidentally damaged someone and caused him humiliation, he is liable for the damages but exempt for the humiliation. Shanema, as the Pasik says, describing a woman who deliberately humiliated someone. Therefore, in the Chayv Alabashis, Ad Sheyehe one is only liable for humiliating deliberately. The Gemara explains, as the Asa Zika Karchinu Lemane, the Asa Hu Delinu Tfeyu One is liable if the wind lifted the victim's garment, and this person then lifted it further. However, Aram Lav Barbashisu. One is exempt if the victim deliberately remained unclothed in public because, as Rashi explains, he obviously does not care about his humiliation. The Gemara inquires, Is one liable for humiliating a person who is sleeping if he subsequently dies before awakening, never realizing that he had been humiliated? The Gemara offers two explanations for the query. Mishum he is pater, because liability for Baishas is for embarrassing his victim. And in this case, since he was never aware of the incident, he did not suffer embarrassment. Or, Mishum Zilusuhu, he is chayed because the liability is for degrading him, and he was belittled in people's eyes. Mishum Kisufa Didehu, Misle, he is pater, because liability for Baishas is for embarrassing his victim, which did not happen in this case. Or, Mishum Baishas Mishpacha, he is chayev because the liability is also for causing embarrassment to his family, which did happen in this case. The Gemara brings a proof from a brisa. One is liable for humiliating a deaf, mute, or a minor, but is exempt for humiliating an insane person. Now, there is no greater humiliation than being insane. Therefore, he is certainly exempt. However, a minor does not grasp the import of his humiliation. Clearly, one is not liable for Kisuva, but for Zilusa or Baishas Mishpacha. However, the Gemara rejects this proof. A mature child does get upset when embarrassed by others. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah, which said, One is liable for humiliating a blind person. Rashi adds, The Mishnah does not state that a blind person is exempt for humiliating others indicating he is also liable for humiliating others. However, Behuda disagrees and maintains that he is exempt for humiliating others. The Gemara brings a list of other areas where Behuda exempted a blind person. He is also exempt from exile, lashes, and the death penalty. And the Gemara cites Psukim to derive each of these halachas. He is also exempt from all monetary laws because the Pasuk says, One is only bound by Mishpatim if he is bound by the laws of capital punishment. He is also exempt from all mitzvahs because the Pasuk says, one is only obligated in mitzvahs if he is bound by the monetary laws. Therefore, Rav Yosef, who is blind, said, I will celebrate if 
we do not rule like, like Rabbi Huda, and I am obligated mitzvahs, I will thereby receive greater reward, as Rabbi Hanina said, one who fulfills the mitzvahs in which he is commanded receives greater reward than one who fulfills mitzvahs voluntarily. <laughs>